those things called? Go. Are we ready? I think we're ready. Okay. Morgan doesn't sing on the podcast, but welcome. We're singing today because guess what? We are in person and we have our sound equipment working. I bet you just heard that like really loud uh, swallow. Gulp. I just did. Did you do a loud swallow? So anyway, this is the double recording. <laughs> the second time. <laughs> You know, we're really good at this whole second Thank and third time. Thank you. Uh, welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Do I Make You Uncomfortable with Morgan and Sarah. My name is Morgan and that's... Sarah. And we're together today. There's and... a, like a little metronome up here that's like ticking along, even though oh. I turned it off. Well, we could hear it earlier and it was real annoying. I, know, I was like, what's that tick? Yeah. Oh, gosh. So, okay. So we've got some juicy stuff for you today. I am, it's going to be a two-parter because it's too much to do in one part. We're going to talk about the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. I know it's been a couple of weeks since it's gone. Um, All the stuff has happened. Um, We recorded legit like the day after. Yeah, we sure did. But it just. And the sound was awful. It was awful. And we didn't want to provide you guys with a horrible sound. So, I'm the one that did the research on this one. Yes. And so I'm going to talk to Sarah about it. Yes. Um, Okay, so. I don't really hear much out of my headphones. Just the high pitch noise? Kind of. So what do you, I, I mean. As long as you can hear it and you hear it, like it sounds okay, yeah, let's just keep good. going. Yeah, it's good. Okay. I can hear it. Okay. Okay. Um, we'll work on that later. Because at this point. <laughs> Jesus, we tried multiple times on this one. Okay, so I have to tell you something mm-hmm. when we get started. Mm-hmm. Okay, so everybody knows that I got a divorce two years ago and I'm with somebody new. And we call him Mr. Jenners and we talk about my divorce on the podcast. So, Brooklyn has been wanting to do an episode of the podcast, and she talked to her dad about it, and it's a hard no, because she's too young, she's not even 13 yet, whatever. That's what he said? Yeah. And I said, okay, I respect that, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to push those boundaries, I appreciate that. And then she said, you know what else he said? I said, what? And he said, all they do is talk about me. And I was like, that's interesting, because that's not true. (laughs) And I was like, he obviously... Has not listened to episodes of this. Like, multiple episodes of this. Yeah. I mean, I mention my ex sometimes, but that's my life experience, and that's my story, so I'm sticking to it. Anyway. That's my story. (laughs) Sticking to it. Um, Okay, so that is what has been going on in my life. I think the last time we recorded, I had just moved into my house pretty mm-hmm, recently mm-hmm. with Mr. Generous and mm-hmm. it's been wonderful where we combine families and all that good stuff so we've been there about a month now um, a little over maybe almost two months anyway so that's what's been going on in my life Sarah has some big news I'm certified <laughs> Yay! five times the charm so Sarah was on vacation and she called me and was pointing her phone at an email and I was like, and luckily what is she this? wasn't driving. And then I started reading it and I was in the car, but I wasn't driving. Right. And I said, ah, Yeah. And Mr. Generous goes, Why are we yelling? And I said, She passed. She's certified. And he went, Ah, good job. So he joined in on the yelling. Yeah, there's a lot of yelling. It was a the lot funny of thing is, is that I applied for another job. Inside the hospital I work at, I applied for the trauma director position before I went on vacation. And then my now director, whose job I applied for, um, because he's moving up in the company, um, emailed me or texted me and was like, hey, you're going to get an email from an outside source that's, you know, can you take this test? Basically, you know, and P.S. I, I only like interviewed just for funsies. Um... And so I was like, okay, like, I'll take this test or whatever. He's like, it's not a personality quiz. Oh. What was it? fucking personality quiz. (laughs) It's 169 (gasps) questions. 169 questions. Did you take it yet? Oh, I took it that day that he texted me. Oh, my God. That's how I found out that I passed. Oh, because you had to log in. So I thought my IAFN um, stuff all went to my um, Gmail account. Oh. And because most of my stuff comes into my Gmail account. And our friend uh, through the coalition, who was upset because my email address, I had two different email addresses, Mm -hmm. um, 
when that happened, my email address got changed to my work email. And I didn't realize that. So I'd been checking my Gmail because they said we were going to get it. Yeah, they said we were going to get it between like mid and end of June. And so I'd been checking my my uh gmail like i was like it was going out of style and how long had you had the email that day oh okay gotcha. i had gotten it that <laughs> I was day like, oh my gosh yeah but my boss was like you know hey check your email do this quiz for me blah 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 of course he didn't realize i was on vacation either but so and you had to do it i logged in and i saw this thing did you pass from well, i don't fucking know <laughs> if i passed it's not a personality quiz Bullshit. Right? Okay. Right. Oh. Okay, keep going. I'm sorry. You logged in and you saw it. I saw it and I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah. And then I like immediately remembered when you passed and you got the envelope and you called me to like, so you could open the envelope. Yeah. I opened it with you on the phone. Yeah. So, and we knew because if you get a little bitty envelope back then, if you got a little bitty envelope, you didn't pass. If you got a big envelope, your certificate was in it. Oh, I and didn't you know that. Oh, yeah. I already, I knew you passed. Oh, shit. I didn't know By the know shape that. of your envelope. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I already knew. That's funny. Um, also, you guys, we really did a really cool thing recently where we were interviewed yeah. on Hey Chaplain, hey, another Chaplain. podcast. It was um, a chaplain from our local law enforcement asked us to come on and talk about our job as forensic nurses. And it was phenomenal. So if you go look up his podcast, it's called Hey Chaplain, and we did it. And it was released last week. Yeah. Week before last, maybe. A uh, week before last. Yeah. I and was on actually, vacation. He sent me a text just before I showed up and said that he's had a lot of really great feedback from it. Oh, good. He said he didn't know who the officer was that vomited, and that's why I was asking. He didn't know the officer, officer that vomited. Yeah. So um, he had sent me a message and asked me before I came. So, um, that's why I was asking you. He, I didn't I tell him so. who it was. Oh. I just told him where he was from. I didn't say who it was. And then and then I said it was a detective. So. Oh, you should just straight up tell him. I tell that story all the time. Oh, okay. And you know that officer would just be like, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. And actually, he tells people oh. that he threw up during oh, that my God, because that's it was funny. such an awful exam. Okay. Yeah. So, take a listen to that. Um, it's Hey Chaplin, and you can find it on okay. anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah. So. Um, all right, so let's go ahead and get started. Anything else you want to share? I don't have anything else you want to share. So okay. Uh, so trigger warning: we do talk about sexual violence, domestic violence, abuse, all those good things. Um, so please take care of yourself as we're going through and discussing this. Um, stop listening to the podcast if you have to. Come back later if you can't listen to it anymore. Then that's fine too. But do know at the end we'll give you some resources um, on where to find some advocacy. And Morgan will tell you before she jumps into mean and bad things uh, to fast forward. Uh, yeah, um, a few seconds. So Sarah wanted to fast forward, but you know she records with me, so she doesn't get to fast forward. Shit. So let's get started. Um, I am going to give you. I don't know how to tell how long we've been on. <laughs> some background. Great. Uh, I'm going to give you some background into um, the relationship and the reason that there are um, things happening uh, where there's a libel case. There was one in the UK, there's one in the US. So let's get into it. So, I guess. I suppose. Okay, so let's start where they met. Um, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp met uh, in 2009 on Rum Diary, um, and they started dating by Which is early a movie. 2012. Yes, it's a mo- on a movie set called The Rum Diary. Um, they started dating. Funny considering A, I'm drinking rum, and B, he was so obsessed with rum in the Pirates movie. He was, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fun. Um, they were both in relationships at the time. So he was actually married to, uh, Paradise is what they, I've heard them, I think that's how you say her name, I'm sorry. Um, but he split from her in 2012 when him and Amber started dating. And then Amber was, um, actually married to, uh, Taja Van Ray. Her wife. Her wife at the time. And so they, um, split from their significant others and then... Um, started dating by early 2012. Now, let me say this. Um, I am neither Johnny Depp nor Amber Heard in this situation. I think that it was a tumultuous relationship. It was a very toxic relationship. There 
maybe it wasn't physical abuse um, on the side of Johnny Depp, but there was definitely emotional and verbal abuse that he engaged in. Uh, Amber Heard engaged in a lot of physical abuse. Um, but really, the reason that um, the libel case and the defamation case came forward was because of an op-ed that Amber wrote in the Washington Post in 2018. It wasn't about him, though. So then she admitted on the stand that it was about him. Oh, I know. I don't know if you saw that, but yeah. So, okay, so they got married in February uh, on the 3rd of 2015, and Amber filed for divorce in May uh, on May 23rd of 2016. So they were married a little over a year. Um, that's it. That's it, yeah. Um, and so when we're talking about um, some kind of some of their backgrounds, Amber didn't have any kids, but Johnny did, um, Lily, Rose, and Jack. Um, she does Jack. now have a child that she conceived out of surrogacy. Um, and now there's like a bunch of talk around that too about how she had this child. But anyway, um, and her name is Unag, O-O-N-A-G-H. I don't even know how you say that. But what I find is interesting is that she cheated on Johnny with Elon Musk and all of his kids' names have really, they're really strange. Mm -hmm. So... Anyway, just a little tidbit I'm throwing in there. Um, okay, so she filed for divorce May 23rd of 2016. And um, and then, four days later, she went to the L.A. County Courthouse and filed for a TRO. Now, let's talk a little bit about a TRO or a restraining order um, because it's called different things in different places and it's handled differently in different places. So, for example, I've been in jurisdictions where they're called protective orders PFAs. or a PFA or a protection order or things like that. So there's different names, um, order of protection, things like that. So there's different names for different jurisdictions, but ultimately what it is, it's, um, a restraining order. So that's kind of the lay term for it, but you have, um, certain categories for them. So you can have like a stalking order. Um, there's certain states that have put in laws for like a protection from, abuse, a protection from stalking, there's a protection from um, a sexual assault that's included in some of them, so it's basically just uh, a restraining order, but it's called different things in different areas. So, <clears throat> um, this was actually a huge topic in the U.S. case um, because of the way that Amber behaved at the courthouse. It's una. Una. The G silent? Yeah. It's, what does it mean? It's an Irish girl's name, and uh, it's from the wor Irish word unan, ulan, meaning lamb. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, there you go, sorry. Interesting. I was just really interested in how to say it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the TRO was a big topic in the court case. One, because, okay, so let me say... When we have patients come in, one of the things that we do are take forensic photos, right? So it's not unusual to have photos of injuries that have occurred in an abuse situation, right? Like, right. that's a very normal occurrence, especially if you can see the injury. Right. Um, but she was taking photos in the courthouse. Now, I know that this was a really televised aspect of it because what did you hear about it? And I remember talking about this because of the makeup that you... Yeah. That you were talking about. Um, yeah. Because there was a lot of talk about her. You could her. see, like, they had two pictures of the same picture. Mm -hmm. And you could see one had been doctored. Or the lighting was different. The way she was standing. Um, or the way that light was hitting her face made shadows. Mm -hmm. That looked like bruising. Another photo. Mm-hmm. So, what she said was that she took the photo um, with a different lighting, is what she said. But in reality, it was the same photo that had a filter put over the top. Yeah. Because they had a forensic scientist come in and do an overlay of the two photos, and it proved yeah, that it was the you same can't take, exact photo. You cannot take the exact same photo two times two in a row. Two times in a row. Ever. Right, so they did the overlay and realized that it was the same photo. So she had just added a filter to it, basically. And they also talked about the makeup. So, what did you hear about that now? Yeah, what did you hear about it? 
So the funny thing about the makeup was, this is where I said, like, I felt like Reese Witherspoon from Legally Blonde was about ready to, like, jump out in the courtroom. <laughs> um, because, uh, so she said that, or her lawyer said, she had to carry around this specific, I mean, she was very, this exact, this exact is what she said. Um, makeup palette um, be- to cover up her stuff. And then, like, this was all in, like, 2016 or something like that. And her, that makeup palette didn't come out until 2017. Yeah. Um, and then, like, somebody contacted Johnny Depp's team and said, hey, FYI. Like, On TikTok, what, did yeah. I tell you this? Yeah, I think so. Was it so. me that told you this the last time we recorded? Probably the last time we recorded. Uh, actually, try to. Um, yeah, I was watching, of course I got my stuff, a lot of stuff from TikTok. Which is really, like, you know, sound information. <laughs> I did other research. That's like saying, like, oh, I did all of my research on wikipedia.com. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so, however, I do have to say that, like, people followed the the, the hearing, and then they would explain. So, yeah. pe- people who have um, law degrees or have experience, who are lawyers. That detective. There was detectives, Yeah. We'll talk a little bit about mm-hmm. that, too, because it was so interesting. Yeah. So, anyway, this palette didn't come out till the twenty till 2017, but she had used a specific palette, quote-unquote, to cover up her bruises because it was color-correcting. And so, the manufacturer of the makeup came out and said that it wasn't. Yeah. But the jury was sequestered so that they couldn't get on any social media or anything, and that was a huge piece of, of the topic. So, going back to the photos in the courthouse. I legit can't hear anything out of my headphones. Oh, I can hear everything. Okay, good. Oh, I don't know what to do. I don't either. (laughs) Well, I turned... What did you turn down? I'm sorry. It's just kind of driving me crazy. Can you now? No. I can't hear anything. Nope. Nope. I don't know. Okay, it's fine. If you can hear, it's fine. Oh, boy. It's just driving me crazy. I can hear out of both of them. That's so weird that you can't hear anything. Nothing. Okay. Are you good? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. It's just driving me crazy. Okay, so... Oh, maybe if I get closer to... I can hear it now. (laughs) (laughs) Did you just hear me? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my dear God. That's hilarious. So why can I hear it... And, and our stuff is picking up when the closer that I get to the microphone. Okay, but we're not getting closer to the microphone. I don't want to get closer to the microphone. Can you hear it now? Say something. Say something. Yeah, I can hear okay. it Okay. I just turned it in the... Yeah, see, it's the feedback. I don't know why. We're going to have to figure that out. Okay. Anyway. At least now we know the setting. Yeah. Okay. So, um, back to the courthouse. So, she was in the courthouse taking photos. She went to the courthouse to file for, for this restraining order and the TRO is a temporary restraining order because when you get issued, um, when you go to get a restraining order, you have to, you get a temporary restraining order and you have to fill out paperwork and then you get a court date for, to figure out whether or not it's going to be, um, a certain amount of time that you will continue that restraining order. And so, um, she was taking pictures in the courthouse of her bruises and that was a big part of what the defense said was. You had a photo shoot in the courthouse, no? And she went with her best friend, Rocky Pennington, who was also a part of it, of the case, and that she was deposed and all that good stuff, too. So, um, one of the aspects of it was that paparazzi were outside of the courthouse afterward. And this was a big deal because um, Morgan Tremaine was a... Uh, he worked for TMZ at the time. And he really put himself um, in... A rock and a hard place oh. by testifying in this trial by coming forward because now TMZ is coming forward to sue to sue him because he has leaked some information. So what he said was, the courthouse isn't uh, a common place for them to hang out. It's not a common place for them to be unless they're tipped off. And his job was to dispatch um, photographers and videographers to certain places based on information they got. And so they have a tip line, but they like fully vet this tip this tip line where you ha- they have to verify this information through def- different channels before they move forward with dispatching people. You know, and here's the funny thing about TMZ. TMZ used to be the shit 
like the Inquirer. You know what I mean? Like when oh, they first yeah. started, they were like the sh- like the shittiest, and nobody ever listened to anything that TMZ had to say. And now TMZ is like the experts. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what he said too. Was that this tip line they had to like fully vet it, and so it takes a couple of days sometimes for them to fully vet the tips that they get. So he wouldn't have known unless it was from a trusted source that she was at the courthouse because there were paparazzi there when she came out. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so she denies alerting them. Um, but Morgan Tremaine goes through like the process of telling, um, what it was. And let me tell you, this guy was sassy as fuck because at one point Elaine Amber's lawyer said to him, oh, you're nothing like getting your 15 minutes of fame, huh? And he was like, I don't have, I'm not getting anything from this. In all actuality, I'm putting myself at, at risk for getting sued by TMZ. But I could say that about you too, by taking on the case for Amber Heard to get your 15 minutes of fame. Right. Like total fucking mic drop. Um, Yeah. It was a complete mic drop. So if you can go search it and watch it, it was such a good moment. But here's my question, too, about that. Like, was, did he put himself in that place or was he asked to, or was he subpoenaed? He had to have been subpoenaed. I don't think that they can subpoena press because they're, they're, they have protection. He said. Oh, you're right. Because he is technically press. press. Yeah. Okay, never mind. So it would have been protected. So he came forward with this information. I'm sure that he got, I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe Johnny Depp's lawyer will um, defend him in his uh, being sued trial. (laughs) In his lawsuit. (laughs) Uh, Ben or uh, what's her name? Is it Camilla? Isn't that her name? Camille. Camille. Oh, man. She's badass, that one. I fucking love her. Okay, so she denies giving this information. But if you go and you watch, um, go search UK deposition, um, TMZ Amber Heard, go, go Google that. And you can see what I'm, I'm going to read this word for word, what she said. Okay. So her UK deposition has her stating, this was her speaking. I didn't want him to find out online that I had, or was about to file, or I had already filed for divorce. I wanted him to know verbally, so I was trying to reach him through a third party to tell him when when I say reach out, I'm specifically saying I would like him to know information coming from me or coming from Jerry coming from me so that he finds out about the divorce filing or my intention to do so from some other source other than TMZ, which was alerted. And when she said that, she, like, put her hands on the side of her face and, like, pulled down and was, like, you could tell she was, like, oh, uh, shit. <laughs> And then um, Camille smiled real big. Camille's lawyer said, "You mean Camille? You said Camille's lawyer. I mean Camille, Johnny's lawyer said, you messed up there, Hamber, didn't you? You you messed up. You slipped up there, didn't you? Because you can see her immediate reaction after she says, um, from others, some other source, other than TMZ, which was alerted. Like, so." Somebody alerted TMZ that she was going to be there and and um, and that she was filing for divorce. So her reaction was really telling. So he so Morgan Tremaine said um, he is a former entertainment journalist and his job at TMZ was to dispatch paparazzi. And so he was a witness for Johnny Depp. And so what he said was he received tips through the tip line through producers to dispatch people to a location. Um, and the tip line, the tips from the tip line have to go through an extensive process, like I said earlier. And so he said he dispatched a camera to the downtown Los Angeles courthouse because Miss Heard was filing a restraining order. He said he would have only done that if informed prior. So. Yeah. So she had to, because if they have to go through a vetting process, mm-hmm. like then it's not like I can call and be like, Hey, yo, bro. Zach Efron's at McDonald's <laughs> currently. <laughs> You'd love that, wouldn't you? Two, two things I would never say in my life. <laughs> Zach Efron is yeah, never, never going to go to McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> not because it's like low key food and stuff like that, but because he does not eat that no, unhealthy bullshit. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that is one example of her mm-hmm. deception. Yeah, okay. okay. So. 
a little bit about her history and her wife. Um, so in 2009, she was arrested for physically assaulting Taja Van Ray. I think it's Taja. I've heard people say it like that, not Tasha. It's Taja Van Ray. But, like, what a cool name, too. That's fucking amazing. Taja Van Ray, yeah. Okay. And so they were at the Seattle-Tacoma International Airport, and um, I guess she had grabbed her and and um, had... I, she ended up getting charged uh, for physical assault, and then the charges were ultimately dropped, which is not uncommon right. in um, a domestic violence relationship by the victim, right? Like, that's not an uncommon thing that happens when... You're physically assaulted, um, you drop the charges, there's just a lot that goes into it. We've kind of had this conversation a little bit, but, you know, there's a sense of, I love this person, you've been with them a long time, you have this sense of normalcy with them, and, mm-hmm. and so, um, they, the charges were dropped, um, ultimately, but right. it was caught on camera, and there's, like, a ton of witnesses to what happened. So, um, history of physical abuse by... Amber. Right. In addition to that, there were people from her past that talked about her being manipulative and physically abusive to her parents and her sister as well. So we'll talk a little bit about that later because her sister Whitney actually got on the stand um, and testified. But somebody that Whitney lived with, who she was working for, also got on the stand and testified and talked about how um, Amber was abusive to her as well. So... There's quite the history of her being abusive. Additionally, there were um, forensic psychologists that got on the stand, which was very interesting because Johnny Depp's forensic psychologist was on point. She was, she knew her stuff. She, why are you laughing at me? Not the meth head. Not the meth head. Wait, no, that's not the one. It was oh, a female. The, oh, the other one was a female? No, yeah, the other one was a female, but the one that you're talking about was a psychiatrist. Oh, God. <laughs> you stop it. People yeah. can't see what you're doing. <laughs> and then he, he looked like, um, he looked like the, the doctor off of, um, Back to the Future. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His yeah, hair was sure. all, like, ruffled. Yeah, no, he was a hot mess. I'll go through each one of the, um each one of the witnesses as well next time. And we'll talk about the significance of their testimony. But, um, there was a lot of testimony going around about how she had, um, mental health issues and some of them were pretty serious. And one of them was really interesting. Uh, we'll talk about it next time, but, uh, it's very rare and it's, uh, I was, I went and kind of looked it up. It's like more severe than, um, narcissism. So, Interesting. Yeah, it's so interesting. So we'll talk a little bit about that next time. But there's a history of abuse there. On the opposite end, um, Johnny does not have a history of abuse with his previous partners. No verbal abuse, nothing. And so it could be argued that his abuse was reactive. Reactive abuse to her. Oh, yeah, for sure. So it's not a healthy relationship, and it's already difficult enough for men to come forward as a domestic violence victim, which... What was the Kate Moss... Are you going to get to Kate Moss? We'll talk about the Kate Moss thing. Okay. But because... So, okay, so what Sarah's referring to is Kate Moss testified on behalf of Johnny Depp. They dated for a little while, Mm -hmm. um, but she originally would not have been able to be a witness for him. However, when Amber was up on the stand testifying, she opened the door mm-hmm. when they were talking about an incident that happened with her and her sister on the staircase. She said, I didn't want it to be another Kate Moss moment. And you can see Johnny's lawyers oh, turn to each other and shit their pants. Pumped. Yes, they were so They excited. were like, she just fucking opened the door. Yeah, we're going to be able to use her. So they called her as a rebuttal witness. Right. Well, because... In in those kind of cases, there are things that are kind of um, shut down where you're like, you can't use this. So, like, in murder trials and things like that. Oh, here here goes the... The, the clock, the dancing the clock, clock. Dancing clock is off. Um, <laughs> My you... stepdaughter calls it... We have the same clock. That's funny. It's because I bought it for you. <laughs> Sarah bought me the same clock. And everybody thinks it's the coolest clock because it really is the coolest clock. And my stepdaughter, every time it goes off, she's like, the clock is dancing! <laughs> and so it's dancing currently. Sorry, you can hear it in the it's background. It's beautiful, though. Um, yeah, but it's Christmas. Christmas. It does have Christmas music. Mine currently, obviously, is not Christmas music. But um, 
Morgan's 100% probably is. I just took it off last month. Okay. When we moved in. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, in a murder trial, though, like, one of the things that you can't um, bring up is the person's character. Or prior bad acts. Or prior bad acts, unless defense or they bring it up themselves um and so that kind of opens floodgates to bring in other right witnesses and stuff like that so that's kind of where that was yeah yeah so what no but what i was saying was like what i was referring to was wasn't there kind of a quote-unquote allegation of kate from kate moss of abuse it was discredited yeah yeah it was some staircase situation but she came as a rebuttal witness, and we'll kind of talk about that next time, what her, the significance of her, her testimony, because her and Johnny are actually still pretty close. Yeah. I say Johnny, like, when I say their first names, I feel like it's so informal. I'm like, I shouldn't be saying this. That's so weird. Anyway. Well, you so, also have been saying Amber Heard instead of just saying Amber. I said Amber a couple of times. Yeah. But anyway, I'm going to continue. Oh, look at that screensaver. That's kind of cool. Oh, that is kind of cool. Uh, shiny ball. Okay. <laughs> so, the whole U.S. trial was based off of an op-ed that Amber Heard wrote in the Washington Post mm-hmm. um, in December eight, uh, December 18th of 2018. And so, the headline was, I spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath. That has to change. And um, she denied it was about Johnny. And then in her rebuttal testimony, admitted that it was about Johnny. Um, And what she said was it was about him and other powerful men in positions. And so I found it really interesting because not only uh, did she say that, but she, uh, in the article, is called an ambassador on women's rights at the American Civil Liberties Union. I have a lot to say about that. Tell me. Tell me what you had to say. Because that's significant. She is, she's a public figure. Right. For abuse. Right. And here she is abusing. She's abusive. Yeah. She's very abusive. abusive. Um, Also, time out for two seconds. Because one thing we forgot to talk about at the top of the show was that there's great news and a follow-up from one of our very first, actually our very first podcast. Oh, yes. R. Kelly got sentenced Time to 30 out is years. Needed. Yeah. Yeah, he got sentenced yeah. to 30 years for 30 sex trafficking. Years, yeah. yeah. I mean, he'll still be Is he eligible for parole and how long? I think so. But um, I mean, and even in 30 years, he's not gonna be dead. So I mean, maybe. I mean, somebody might kill him and I don't know. It involves children, so. Yeah, maybe in gin pop. That's a, but, that's a no-no. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought of that. That was a good time. update. Yeah. yeah Great. Yeah. Well, maybe we can do an update episode. Yeah. 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 That would be good. Okay. We can do an update episode. Sorry. Okay, time That's back. okay. No, I'm glad that you said <laughs> that. Um, no, but I think that it's, I think it's absolutely, it, it is that, I mean, I'd love to hear about this other mental health disorder that she has. Because that's a very narcissistic thing to do is to be in that position of. It's called histrionic personality disorder. Oh, okay. So I'll tell you yeah. what it is. But... So, but being in that position, knowing that this is what you do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And completely denying every aspect of it when she is literally on tape saying Say it, Johnny. Say, I, Johnny Depp, a man, am a victim of domestic violence. Right. And in the tape, he says, I am. And at one point, she says, I didn't hit you, Johnny. I didn't... I didn't didn't punch you, is what she said. She's... Oh, yeah. I didn't punch you. I hit you. Yeah. 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 It wasn't a closed fist. I didn't punch you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe we'll play a clip of it. If I can figure out how to do that, that'll be great. We just have to pull it up on our phones. We just something. fucking figured out the stupid sound equipment. And I'm like, we'll put a clip in for you. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. So, also, um, she also accused Johnny Depp of sexual assault. And not, um, like, it was pretty graphic. So, I also, ouch, I just had a stitch in my side. 
Just don't die in my heart. I'm not gonna die. It happens a lot, actually. Um, we also forgot to do a trigger warning, so oh. I might record at the very end a trigger warning so you can just move it to the move top. it to the top. But um, this is pretty graphic, so I'm gonna say something pretty graphic. So just a heads up. Uh, if you want to fast forward about 30 seconds, it's probably a good idea. Can so, I fast forward 30 seconds? Can you fast yeah. forward 30 seconds? <laughs> no, you can't. You record the podcast with me. Uh, you don't have that option. So, there is a lot of recordings of the abuse mm-hmm. um, on both sides. There's a lot of text messages from Johnny calling her na- Johnny Depp calling her names. There's a lot of like recordings that he's had kind of proving her abuse. Well, one of the things that she's saying is that he sexually assaulted her with a liquor bottle in the house. He sexually assaulted her. Okay, good. With a liquor bottle in the house. Um, So, uh, penetration with an object, not penis. Yeah. There was no... I mean, she didn't... I haven't heard of a report of penetration occurring. Penile penetration. It's still sexual assault. Right, correct, correct. That's what I wanted to say is that, like... Yes, it's still sexual assault. Um, even That's though- why we don't call them rape kits, and we don't say that we do rape exams, because rape is very specific, especially yeah. in the state that we live in. Rape is um, being having a penis inserted into a vagina, not consensually. Um, and there are so many other ways that you can sexually assault somebody, so that's why it's called a sexual assault kit and not a rape kit. Correct. Go ahead, sorry. No, that's fine. I am going to read something word for word from Variety. Um, so on how she explained the assault. So fast forward another 30 seconds because this is the graphic. I'm part. doing it right now. Fast forwarding. <laughs> <laughs> she said Johnny Depp repeatedly hit her through her through bottles at her and choked her against a refrigerator before finally getting her on top of a counter and penetrating her with a bottle. So pause. He didn't choke her. He strangled, he strangled her. her. And that was a big part of the U.S. case as well, where they talked about uh, police were called to the scene. um, And it was this really violent act was described, where he was hitting her with bottles and strangling her and, you know, shoving her up against a refrigerator, slammed her head up against a refrigerator. Police were called, and they were called by her friend's boyfriend at the time so rocky's boyfriend at the time Mm -hmm. who was there police came over and she had no marks on her at all she didn't have any injury now that's not unusual with strangulation most of the time you're not going to have any injury with strangulation and speaking of that i had to educate one of our residents on that um shocking a few days ago but one of our second years looked at him and goes dude were you not there for her lecture and he was like, no, I heard it was really good, but I wasn't there that day. And I was like, it's okay. I can educate you right now. Because he said, well, you know, it was really choking. And I was like, describe what you mean to me. Because choking and strangulation are different. So describe to me a little bit about that. And so he kind of started talking to me. And I was like, well, that's strangulation. Because choking is internal. Strangulation is external. And so I kind of got into it. And he was like, oh, man, I wish I would have been there for her lecture. And I was like, it's okay. It's every year. You'll get it again. <laughs> P.S. This is the very first July 1st that I haven't worked at a uh, teaching hospital. Oh, my gosh. I didn't have to, like, show somebody how to get somewhere on July 1st. <laughs> there, I walk in, I walked in, so I've had to walk in a couple of times because I've had patients. I'm like, who has the sexual assault? And everybody kind of turns around me with wide eyes. You can tell who the newbies are. Um, but somebody was like, oh, my gosh, thank you so much for being here. It was the second <laughs> year, though. So, anyway, so that is one of the descriptions yeah. that she has of assault. Um, and the police who came to the house... Um, stated that she had no injury on her, all of that good stuff. So, not uncommon not to have injury for strangulation, but, but the, the other, other things, things yeah. there's, there's going to be At least injury. redness. Right, yeah. At the very least, you're going to have some redness. Yeah. yeah. If he slammed and, and was hit hitting with her a with bottles. Bottle. Yeah, that's, um, that's a blunt force on the body, which is going to cause at injury. At least, red, at least. At least, yeah, absolutely. So, that was one of the things that was said. Um, however, on the other end... Did this boyfriend witness it? This Rocky's boyfriend witnessed it? Yeah, and what's interesting is that a lot of people witnessed the, um, He witnessed her being, like... No. Hit with the bottle and all that kind of stuff? No, 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 not that. Okay, so that's what I'm saying, like, he's the one that called the police. Afterward. Afterward. They came afterward. They lived across the hall. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. They lived across the hall from, it was Johnny Depp's condo. Rocky Pennington? Yeah, what does she do? I think she's an actress. I don't think she plays in very much, but. I mean, how does she afford to live in a condo that Johnny Depp can live in? I think Johnny Depp let her stay in in it. It was his, from what I understand. Jesus Christ, okay. (laughs) I was about to Google who the fuck she was. What kind of um, money was she born into? <laughs> no, I think he was letting her stay okay. there. Um, if I remember right, I'll look that up. But when we're talking about the abuse that she's, you know, saying that Johnny um, perpetrated on her, there's opposite abuse, too, where people saw her abuse him, and it happened a lot. And mm-hmm. one time she threw a bottle at him and actually severed his finger. Right. And so... Um, there are several photos um, where he had, like, black eyes and things like that. Um, his friends noticed, and it's interesting to watch people talk about it because they noticed this kind of downward spiral that he had um, where he started drinking and doing drugs again and all that good stuff. So, and I have to do say that one thing that was really um, enduring, endearing, 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 not enduring, endearing while he was on the stand is... Um, he was asked if he has done drugs or had oxycodone or, cause it was narcotics. Right. And he smiled really big and said, no, I can't, I'll die. And so you could tell that he was really proud of his recovery. So I thought that was really endearing and like, yeah. you could see the, the progress that he had made and how proud he was of that. But, um, so there's the opposite abuse. Now let's talk a little bit about, because there's two different trials. There's a libel trial in UK that he lost. And then there's the U.S. trial for defamation. So the Sun newspaper published um, that Johnny was a wife beater. And so he had sued for libel in 2020 because of that. So libel and defamation are basically... In the U.K. In the U.K. Libel and defamation are basically the same thing. And in order to prove it, you have to prove that whatever was written was done with malice and the truth. It was known that it was not true. Okay, so basically that's that's it. It's very difficult to win one of these cases. And that's kind of what we talked about yeah. when we talked previously about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard was that, like, I mean, we actually even said in that previous episode, whatever we were talking about was, um, like, they're both beating each other. Like, we knew, yeah. we knew the abuse was mutual. Yeah, the trial wasn't about the abuse or pr- the protection order or anything like that. It was about this op-ed that she wrote. Um, Which ab- is why it was such a fucking circus. Yeah. Because it wasn't a criminal trial. Right. It's a Correct. civil trial. It's a civil trial. Um, but a lot of money. <laughs> like, I mean, a lot of fucking money. A lot but, of money. But in a criminal trial, like, there's, there were a lot of, like, I want to use some of the the snippets from that court proceedings and stuff like that for training on what not to do in court for our sane nurses. <laughs> this is what you do. That you psychiatrist. Do, I mean, first of all, don't do meth before you go <laughs> to testify in your trials. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Shit. <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> and then that is what he's like, she goes, sir, you didn't answer the question. Oh. What was the question? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes later. So that was a libel case in 2020 that he lost. So then this one went to Virginia. And so. And the, why did it go to Virginia, so Morgan? tell me why. Sarah, do you remember why? It's interesting. It's the newspaper's based out of. The Virginia. printing press. The printing is in, press. Is yeah. in Virginia. So. Because it came out. the uh, This libel case is against. Or is. Due to what article again? The op-ed? The op-ed in December 18th. Which is in Washington Post. The Sun libel case was out of the UK. Right, because they're in the UK, but the Washington Post printing press is in Virginia. Yes. Which makes sense because the Washington Post is in Washington. Yes. So, the reason that it could be held in Virginia was because the um, Post houses its printing press and online server in Fairfax County. Um, Which is right next to D.C. So they also have anti-slap laws, mm-hmm. and um, the Virginia does, and it, it isn't as broad as um, the one in California, so that's one reason that they chose to do it there. 
And um, a slap law is a strategic lawsuit <clears throat> against public participation. And what it does is that um, they chill free speech. And so the goal of it is to get the whole lawsuit dismissed. So it's easier to go forward with these lawsuits in Virginia than it is. Right. Because it's not as general as California. So, um, that is kind of the background of why there was a case in Virginia and the UK case that he lost. All of the same kind of, um, information. So, the reason they could use the deposition from, um, the UK case was because it applied to the reasons that he was filing this lawsuit in Virginia. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the abuse. Um, so first I want to say we, we already started with this, but it's a toxic relationship. Number one, there's abuse on both sides. So it's called mutual abuse. Ding, ding. Um, your phone's not on vibrate. One of the other things, that's my computer. I'll turn it off like it matters now. Um, but one of the things that was discussed, and I have to say, we talk a lot about um, childhood um, experiences and adverse okay. childhood experiences. Jeez, jeez, jeez. And the importance of the cyclic pattern of abuse and those things. So Amber Heard's father was abusive, very right. abusive. And so it's not uncommon that she engages in abuse because she experienced this abuse in her childhood as well. So there's also drug and alcohol addiction between her mom and her dad. There was also domestic violence in the home. Um, And so one of the things that a psychologist said was that it led her to seek validation from older men. And Johnny Depp is reasonably older than she is. Quite older. Yeah. So that's a little bit about her background. She called him an old fat man. <laughs> if Johnny Depp's fat, I'm same. I'm fucking old. I'm an old, old fat man too. <laughs> Me too. Uh, oh my gosh, I have to tell you what Maddox said. I'm not going to say it on the podcast because okay. I'm not going to put it out there. But um, one of the other things is that Johnny Depp also had a tumultuous childhood and abuse and all of that. So just remember that you're watching the cycle of abuse happen. Um, and then it leads to that addiction and things like that. So, uh, one of the things that we are going to talk about next time is the witnesses in the case, what they Mm -hmm. had to say. Um, but really as you hear kind of the background of each, understand that this relationship is on display for the world. Right. There's a lot of media involvement and things like that. But when we get down to it, it's really this mutually abusive relationship and then we'll talk a little bit about the mental health it's aspect like of it. And Eminem, Rihanna song. It's what happens when a tornado meets a volcano. Oh, yeah. Monster? That one? No, the other one where she's... Uh, where he's... I'm friends with the monster. No, the other one when he's talking about oh, no. tying her to the bed and yeah, setting the house on fire. Yeah, that's the song. No, that's not. They did two songs together. Sweetie. Okay, then find it. I won't, because it's on my podcast. It's on my <laughs> It's on my music. podcast. It's on my podcast. It's getting ready to be on my fucking podcast. <laughs> it's already on our podcast. Um, okay, Everybody's screaming see. into the... They're screaming at their radio right now. <laughs> they're they're like, like, you know what I love, love the way you lie. I love the way you lie. What was the... What's the... Watch me burn. Yeah. Monster is another one that they did together. Well, so do that one. It's what you were singing. I'm friends with the monster. That's not it's... in that one? No. Are you it's sure? Positive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, come on. Is it really? I'm looking it up right now. The monster. That's how it starts. Yes. This is the way this one starts. Okay. Fine. Both of them slap. I learned that now. Not slap laws? Not slap laws. Not you slap need to laws. get the fuck off of TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> no, I learned that. I learned that from my kids. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. So, uh, resources. Why don't you do social media and I'll do resources. Oh, are we done? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I said we'll learn a little bit more about the witnesses later. That was the background. 
So okay. to understand that there's this tumultuous relationship. Are you doing... Do the... Are you looking up the... the National Domestic Violence Yeah, do hotline. that real fast. Okay, so here's the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Um, it is... Oh, girl, this bra. Oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> the hotline.org is where you can find it. You can call 1-800-799-SAFE or 1-800-799-7233. If you're on the website, you can chat live or you can text 88788. You text START to that number, 88788, and they can um, give you some resources, chat live with you, uh, all that good stuff. I will also give you the RAIN um, uh, sexual violence organization resources. So since we talked about both, they have um, a hotline. It is 800-656-HOPE. Or 800-656-4673. They also have a live chat. Excuse me, I just um, <laughs> That's the second time. <laughs> Listen, I have had some rum. <laughs> rum. Oh, but where did the rum go? That used so, to be my ringtone. Oh. On my phone. Okay. It was my text tone. So those are your resources. This will, There'll be a part two. I'm going to let Sarah do social media because she's real good at it. So you can find us on Facebook. Do I make you uncomfortable? You can find us on Twitter at Do Uncomfortable. I love that one. That's my favorite one. <laughs> uh, you can find us uh, on Instagram at Do I Make You Uncomfortable 2015. And our email address is Do I Make You Uncomfortable at gmail.com. Somebody asked me the other day what 2015 meant. Why we chose 2015. Because that's when we met. That's when we met. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have to tell you guys one last funny story because, uh, yeah, we did this this recording with this chaplain, but I also just <laughs> suggested, suggested our, our podcast. <laughs> Sarah she's looks... She's straight up fucking... I don't, did we talk about this on the know. last one? I don't know, She but... straight up fucking told this, this chaplain, this man of God... <laughs> Our podcast. And he did, you guys, but he asked me what it was called, and I said, do I make you uncomfortable? And he said, a little bit, a little but, bit. and I was like, no, no, that's what it's called. Oh, I told my pastor that, like, you, that you suggested that he listened to, like, the chaplain listened to our podcast, yeah. and my pastor was like, I've listened to your podcast, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> Thanks for listening. Okay, bye.